Everybody, welcome to A Medic's Mind. It is Wednesday, September 15th, I believe, uh, which means we're halfway through September, and you already know how excited that makes me uh, as we head closer to October. Uh, yeah, welcome to this episode. This is, uh, well, is this 217 now, I think? Episode 217? Yes, it is, 217. Uh, my Halloween episode is doing pretty well. I released it last week, and uh, you guys seemingly have uh, have enjoyed it, so thank you very much for your support. Uh, means a lot to me. This episode is uh, another um, podcast blog read. I wrote this uh, last week. Uh, or the week before I can't, I'm really bad with remembering my days and weeks and timelines. So please forgive me. But, um, I wrote this after experiencing, uh, a bit of, uh, I hate the term triggers. I really do. I don't like that term, but, uh, after experiencing a trigger, let's just for ease of stories, you know, we'll just, we'll just say that. Um, so I experienced this thing, um, in a dentist's office. I wasn't there for me. I was just there. Uh, this story will get more in depth as to why I was there and what was going on. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, it was, a, it was a bit of a tough one for me and the days that followed were pretty tough and, uh, it's easy to get bogged down into depressive thinking space when, uh, things just aren't going your way, you know, when, uh, when you're seemingly set back by something, it's easy to just kind of sit and ruminate on the negative things. And, uh, I found in doing that, you sort of guarantee yourself, um, you know, a continuance of that negative stuff and of that negative thinking. And, and, uh, I wanted to do something different. And so I, I started thinking about Stowe. Did I just say Stowe? <laughs> so I started thinking about, uh, ways that I was really blessed and ways that I was really lucky. And, uh, so I started writing down some things and it turned into what you were about to hear, which is episode 217. And I simply, uh, titled it lucky, which I think makes total sense. And if you listen to it through to the end, I think you'll understand why I titled it that as well. So I hope you guys enjoy it. This is episode 217 of the Emetics Mind podcast, Lucky. But before we get into it, I have some exciting news. Emetics Mind has been picked up by a local radio station here in British Columbia, 97.9 The Valley out of Vernon. Uh, they are starting their uh, radio broadcasting uh, adventure uh, very soon. And my podcast was selected to be a feature on their uh, on their radio station. So... Uh, I will keep you updated and apprised of uh, all things moving forward with that. Uh, but yeah, I my stories are now going to be gracing the airwaves of radio and not just the internet and the sinew that connects us all. So I'm pretty excited about that. It sounds really like a great opportunity and I'm, I'm quite, quite pumped, quite pleased. So it's awesome. I'll keep you guys updated on it. But anyway, until then, here's episode 217, Lucky. 
Emetics Mind listeners, this is Dispatch. You're being sent code for... to story time. I am a pretty lucky guy. I mean that, I, I really am. In this life of mine, flaws and all, I have been gifted many things. A bunch of little happenstances and circumstance that come together to culminate in a rather blessed existence. Now, sure, there have been some switchbacks, plot twists, and surprise endings along the way. But overall, when I am able to still myself for just a moment and take inventory of my surroundings, I can't help but feel like I won the lottery of life. After all, I'm still here, healthy and upright. Many of those whom I have loved and adored are not. And then there are those I have tried to save. One of my life's blessings comes from having been a paramedic. I've spent a good portion of my lived years in the pursuit of preserving life for others. And what an honor that was tasked with intervening on someone's worst day, their most unfathomable moment, and then bring order to that chaos, serenity to that unease. And for a time, I was good at it. I mean, I was really good. My mind held within it a seemingly endless omnibus of drug calculations, medication rates, doses, and of course, the do's and don'ts of it all. The stock and trade of a healer. But a lesson learned with abruptness is that no matter how hard you try, no matter how fast you drive that cumbersome rig through rows of stalled traffic, you cannot save everyone. And sometimes, the ones that slip away, the ones just beyond your grasp, are the ones destined to roam freely and forever throughout the halls of an aching mind. Some call them ghosts. Others try to ignore them. I fell into that category, trying to ignore them for many years. But that is a fool's errand, for it is impossible to outrun and dismiss that which is woven to you. My time on the front lines ended in 2017. I was told by a professional that my psyche was wounded and encumbered. PTSD. Big block letters etched to my medical records. Post-traumatic stress disorder. What an enigmatic affliction. Making real in the present that which was once lived in the past. Not a simple case of just stop thinking about it. You don't have to think about ghosts in order for them to appear. And appear they do, with sinful clarity and vivid detail. A lot has changed for me in between 2017 and 2021. For starters, I'm a little fatter. Husky, you may say. But of a more serious tone. In that time, I have lost my mom. My sister, too. Suicide is what scrawled to their papers. I'm three years removed from the bottle, whereas I used to consume my weight in whiskey, and perhaps that of yours as well. It's a funny thing, though, what kind of clarity an uninebriated mind can bring. In fact, I think it's that pin-sharp gaze that allowed me to see her. Sheena, the woman that bestilled my fractured heart. A blessing in and of itself. Our meeting was somewhat storybook. I, the boy with a troubled past, 
ailing heart and tortured mind. A beast, if you will, meets girl. And she, the girl, a kind spirit with a gentle touch. The beauty and the beast, as it were. Unbeknown to both of us, we attended the same high school. We even had some of the same friends. But our paths never crossed. At least, not meaningfully. But all that would change on a crisp November morning. In 2019, I had written a book about my experiences both in the army and during my time as a medic. Or ditch doctor, as the fire guys sometimes call us. It was published and I was back in my hometown signing copies at the local store. Everything else faded away and nothing mattered once my eyes first caught glimpse of her. A warmth cascaded along my skin and a smile refused to stay subtle. I was hooked, helpless and oh so willing. Sheena has since become a pretty big blessing in my life. For whatever reason, she sees me as being worthy of her time and her life. I am beyond grateful. Life, of course not without some difficulties here and there, has been really great these past couple of years. Another seemingly undeserved blessing in a life at times marred by what I consider to be incompetence. I still have my moments, moments where I am less structured and stable than what I have learned to be. The majority of my struggles now live in the form of repetitious nightmares, trepidation around moderate gatherings, sensitivity to noise and sudden clatter. Certain smells, tastes, and visuals can stir the pot of memory within me as well. Triggers, they call them. And when they happen, my body, brain, and soul become disjointed and panic-stricken. I've gotten better at reclaiming calmness within during those moments of dysregulation, but they still happen more than I'd care for. And Sheena has been a rock star through it all. She never cares when I wake her up in the middle of the night, tossing and turning, whimpering and shouting in my sleep. She just wakes me and coaches me back to the present with her beautiful voice. We did learn, however, that there are certain things that she just does not want to hear. Certain experiences that I have endured are punishing to her ears. And so there are and will remain specificities of things not said. I have a therapist. And that's who I tell the more sinister of things to. But as I have learned over the years, ghosts do not abide by corporeal schedule. And this brings me to last Tuesday. I was at the dentist's office. No, not for me. My molars are fine, thanks. I was there with Sheena's youngest daughter. It was one of those crazy days where no matter how hard one tries to plan, everything goes off the rails. Sheena was swamped at work, running behind on picking up her other daughter from a town no less than 30 minutes away from the dentist's. She didn't want to leave her youngest alone and she worried about leaving me in overwatch position because of, well, triggers. And I no longer drive due to the consequence of my previous life and poor decisions. She was in an impossible spot feeling as though she needed to be in multiple places at the same time. So I offered reassurance that I could stay and be with her youngest while the dental work got done. This would be the beginning of a cataclysmic sequence of events. The dentist is a scary place at the best of times to a young mind. 
and now having to face that ominous man with a drill without either a mother or father by her side. All she had was fear and me, and I am no father. As the procedure unfolded, this poor girl deconstructed into absolute inconsolability. Her wails punitively hit my ears like hammered nails to a beam. Each cry, each plea sent me further and further away from my present surroundings. I began to recall the faces of other young souls whom I had once been beside in one fashion or another. Some of them cried just as she did. Others were silent, still, and motionless. There should be no such thing as young and dead. But sadly, it irrefutably does exist. That little girl on the dentist's chair began to morph and transition into figures of the past. And I was helpless against it. Her features changed and brought likenesses of the dead and gone into my realm. I tried to recall my coping strategies learned in therapy, demanding that I stay present. That all I was experiencing was memory, not ghosts. But all I was able to do was manacle myself to the chair at the foot end of hers, knowing that I couldn't just leave her. I felt useless, not only to her, but to me as well. I was once able to tolerate a million different things happening at the same time. Now, now I feel as though I navigate the day-to-day -day with a vexatious fragility unbecoming of me. Since the event at the dentist's, I've been seeing the dead laying around our house. They lurk from the corner of my eyes. My head snaps around and when nothing is present, my nose becomes burdened by the stench that death can bring. My mind bleeds wounds of memory. Let's just say it's been a really long week. Man only likes to count his troubles. He doesn't calculate his happiness. Fedor Dostoevsky truer words have never been spoken. It's easy to become lost in what troubles us. Hell, you could argue that it's justified. But at the end of it all, living in the turmoil of what's happened to us guarantees us a life not lived. What I mean is, if you choose to focus solely on the impacts of life's negative moments, we are assured to miss the serendipities that are also gifted to us. Take my life, for example and everything that I've just told you. I could sit and justifiably lament against the world for everything that has happened to me. For my father being a monster, my mother and sister dying too soon. I could fixate on my lost brothers in arms. Those are all fair things to feel scorned by, sure. But they do not define who I am or what tomorrow will bring. Perspective does that. I am lucky not because I lost those people, but because I knew them. I loved them, and they me. I am not lucky because I got to sit and watch a six-year-old girl disintegrate into anxious cacophony. I am, however, blessed in that I was able to stay and remain present for her, to provide what little comfort I could. Had this taken place a year ago, I'm not sure that that would have been the case. I would likely have had to leave and suffer through my own happenings. And that, to me, symbolizes progress meaning that I am healing, living a life of recovery. And that makes me a pretty lucky guy. I have a woman, 
and family that loves me, imperfections and all. So I am truly blessed. We may never know what tomorrow will bring, but for certain the sun will rise and give opportunity to start anew. And if you're alive to see it, it doesn't get much more fortunate than that. Life may not be perfect, but it is beautiful. And we only know that because we survive our dark days, only to once again see the sun. My name is Matthew, and I am one lucky guy. Lying awake with the sound of an emptiness you left behind Trying to sleep but the silence is haunting this room every night Oh, I wish the sun would rise and see the clouds pass by I didn't want to say goodbye to you but you're gone Pictures of you in my head 
broke my heart. Journey with me. Yeah.